Okay, then why don't we just go ahead and get started with the pre-board workshop. Okay, uh, good afternoon, board members and select staff that are here. Um, I'm here to provide a workshop on accreditation, um, and I really hope that this will be structured as a conversation about accreditation. Um, so at the accreditation steering committee meeting that we had last month, there was some discussion about the campus community's understanding of our current accreditation status. And although I was not present for it, my understanding is that there were some accreditation-related questions that arose at the special meeting of the Board of Trustees last month as well. And so this workshop is really part of the Board's agenda for today to ensure that those questions are addressed. It's also intended to help alleviate any confusion that might be out there and help create, you might have heard this theme from me before, um, to help create a common understanding of accreditation among the campus community. So before I get to my presentation, I want to call your attention to a document that was placed at your seats, which is the ACCJC's 12 Common Questions and Answers about Regional Accreditation. Um, this document provides an overview of accreditation, including its purpose, the process of evaluation and team review, the expectations of the ACCJC, and the relationship between member institutions and regional accreditors. That's just to highlight a few areas. I can't encourage you strongly enough <laughs> to read this reference guide as it addresses some fundamental procedural questions regarding accreditation. Um, I would consider this to be a fast way to become familiar with accreditation basics so that everyone is prepared to describe what the accreditation process is to others, including, in the case of board members, your constituents. Um, so first, the, some structure about what I uh, have planned for us today is that I'm going to spend the first uh, part of our time together going over some key parts regarding uh, MVC's accreditation status. I have only eight slides to get through, and hopefully it'll just take about 15 minutes, and then uh, we'll leave time at the end uh, for questions, and during that time, obviously, I welcome staff members um, uh, to chime in as well. Uh, a former colleague of mine from the California Community College System who served as the president of the Research and Planning Group of California uh, always took great pride in describing his institutional research role as one of myth-busting. And I think that that characterization also applies to the role of the accreditation liaison officer, or the LO. Um, and so that's part of what I'm here to do today, is to engage in a little myth-busting. Um, I want to preface what I'm going to say about uh, accreditation with what I hope is a reminder that accreditation review is intended to be a positive exercise, um, as it's intended to foster improvement among institutions of higher education. I think that uh, when, uh, at the time of our team visit in the Dr. Willer Llewellyn, who was our team chair, both at the pre-site visit and during the visit, he uh, repeated several times uh, that the team was here, they, they knew about Napa Valley College's reputation, they knew what we, that we were a great institution at that point, and they were here to help us identify areas for improvement to make us even better. And so that's the positive message that uh, I hope everyone can embrace about accreditation. It's really an opportunity for members of the organization to engage uh, and, in evaluating their practices and identify areas for improvement, again, making us even better. 
Um, I will say, unfortunately, in the state of California recently, we've, we seem to have gotten to a place where it uh, feels more punitive. But that certainly is not the intent, and if you read through that uh, ACCJ News, JC News document, you will um, see what I mean. <laughs> okay. um, so first, some general uh, introduction and context. Uh, our accrediting body, our regional accreditor, is the Accrediting Commission for Community and Junior Colleges, also known as the ACCJC. Uh, they are, their uh, headquarters is in Nevada, so they're essentially our neighbor. Uh, we have been accredited for a period of 1952 through the present time. And one thing that I think is relatively uh, a unique claim for MVC, uh, certainly within the ACCJC region, is that we have never been on sanction in any form. Uh, you'll recall from our comprehensive uh, review that we conducted in 2014-2015 when we were engaged in the self-evaluation report, as well as the associated site visit, which was completed in, 2000, in October of 2015, uh, MVC was selected to pilot the standards that were adopted by the ACCJC in 2014. And as a result of being evaluated under those new standards, MVC is the first institution to shift to the seven-year accreditation cycle. It was previously a six-year cycle. And since we were the only ones in that cohort that underwent review in fall of 2015 to uh, have our evaluation conducted vis-a-vis -vis the new standards, we are the only member of that 2015 cohort who has now shifted to the seven-year cycle. Robin? So just real quick, you were saying that uh, the ACCJC is located in Nevada. Is no, Novato. Sorry. Novato? Oh, Novato. Orange. I thought you said Nevada. Sorry. <laughs> so it's so it's um so it's regional, is it state? Is it how is it governed? It, it, it's regional and all of your answers are here. here. So yes. So that it's the, the it's given authority by the US Department of Education through the Higher Education Act. And that's the next. Um sorry, Novato. Um Okay, so based on the seven-year cycle, our next comprehensive evaluation is scheduled for 2022. And we have two narrative reports that are anticipated between now and that point. And those are, as highlighted here, the follow-up report, which is due in March of 2017, which hopefully you have on your radar. And then also a midterm uh, report, which will be due in 2019. And that is a required component of all accreditation cycles. The ACCJC has a policy on commission actions on institutions, uh, which I've cited there for your reference if you want to go to the source document. Um, and that uh, policy identifies possible actions that the commission can take on accredited institutions based on comprehensive evaluation, such as the evaluation that we completed last year. This table outlines possible actions on accredited institutions, such as MVC. And I'm adding that emphasis because I want to clarify that this table does not include other portions of the policy um, because they don't apply to us in terms of that they pertain to candidacy or initial accreditation. So we are, since we're accredited, this is the part of the policy that pertains to us. So three uh, categories are described in the policy, and I've conveyed them in the table there. Um, and the shading is uh, used to indicate bands or different rows of the table and to identify the three categories. And those three categories are reaffirm, sanction, or withdraw. 
And I want to call your attention specifically to note that there are two types of action that qualify as reaffirmation. And that's reaffirm accreditation or reaffirm accreditation and require a follow-up report. So as you know, the latter category applies to NBC. And I've included the arrow on the side of the slide to highlight our current accreditation status in the reaffirmed zone, if you will. Uh, so in short, what I'm hoping you will take away from this slide in particular is really a visual representation that you can call to mind about those three bands identified in the ACCJC's policy. Um, in sum, my talking points for this slide would be, we want to be at the top, we are at the top today, and that's where we want to stay. Okay, so what does uh, NBC's current accreditation status mean, or what does it mean to be reaffirmed with a required follow-up report in 18 months? First, I want to emphasize that this is a positive outcome for the college. And you might recall, back in February, shortly after we received our action letter from the ACCJC, I described myself as giddy. I was kind of glad that there weren't cameras in the hallway because I was doing some weird kind of running, jigging thing to inform people <laughs> of what had happened. Um, so this slide really uh, highlights some key talking points for the board members and the campus community in general. And this is um, how I would describe our status. And I developed this slide based on really two sources of information. One was reference to the policy that I mentioned before. And the second uh, is conversations that I've had with ACCJC staff members. OK, so uh, this again, I said it's a positive outcome. Uh, our accreditation is reaffirmed for 18 months. I want to highlight that the um, this is the highest level of accreditation that the ACCJC has granted in, in the two cycles that have been uh, conducted since the new policy was uh, finalized and adopted by the ACCJC in the summer of 2015. This is the highest category that's been given to any member institution. Yes. Uh, so what does that mean? In the language of the policy, it means that we were found to be in substantial compliance with the ACCJC uh, Commission standards, which include the eligibility requirements, the accreditation standards, and commission policies. Uh, now, certainly, we want to get to the seven-year cycle, and from point A to point Z, which I've kind of <laughs> conveyed in that little rudimentary ruler timeline thing there. Um, the way that the ACC, one ACCJC staff member described it to me is that what the uh, commission has signaled to us is that we have already earned a portion of that seven-year cycle. And so we've already earned it. That's where we are. And uh, that's what I've tried to convey through that uh, timeline there. So we're already, once we get to the 18-month uh, mark, we will be a portion of the way through that seven-year cycle. Uh, and what the commission is conveying to us as well is that we have been provided a little extra time to address some targeted areas in the coming months. Um, so that's not to say that we don't have areas for improvement. And again, I want to remind you of the purpose of accreditation, which is to continuously improve. Uh, and so uh, we have areas for improvement, and we can't afford to sit back and do nothing during the time that we've been given. Uh, so that's something that I've tried to uh, indicate to you on a regular basis back in February, starting back in February, and then in the months since then as part of the regular updates that the board has provided on at least a semi-monthly basis. So the immediate goals for now through the early uh, through early next year include implementing 
the improvements to uh, implementing improvements to address the three priority recommendations. And those are recommendations one, five, and nine in the action letter. Uh, we want to get out of the follow-up cycle as soon as possible to get reaffirmed for the remainder of the seven-year cycle. That's the goal. Uh, to that end, work is being conducted across the college to address the three recommendations. And I'm going to provide uh, a couple of brief examples for each one. Okay, so first, regarding recommendation number one, which is uh, pertains to student learning outcomes and assessment thereof. We have appointed two faculty SLO assessment coordinators, and they provided a special training session for all program coordinators the day before Flex Day this semester. The Learning Outcomes Assessment Committee and the Academic Senate have developed a timeline for SLO coordinators to check in regularly with faculty to ensure that assessment plans are implemented according to schedule each semester. And along with that, they are providing assistance as needed based on the assessment calendar, and they'll be doing that throughout the year. For recommendation five regarding the evaluation of personnel, administrators who have not completed evaluations have been receiving regular communications from human resources, and we have seen the number of incomplete evaluations decrease dramatically in recent months. We're also refining our processes and implementing preventative measures to avoid this happening in the future. And an example of that is that administrators are being notified much earlier in the process about upcoming uh, personnel evaluations. And finally, for recommendation nine uh, regarding uh, financial planning, as you heard at the special meeting uh, last month, the Budget Committee is developing three-year budgets to accompany our traditional one-year budgets, and that is to support long-term financial planning. As the Board approved in the spring, the Budget Committee reviewed the results of the latest actuarial study and adjusted the other post-employment benefits, or OPEB, funding plan to ensure that we are addressing long-term liabilities. And in the slide, I've included a uh, reference to one of the standards, which is cited within Recommendation 9. And finally, we have arranged for a partnership resource team from the Institutional Effectiveness Partnership Initiative that's being coordinated and um, made available as an opportunity through the um, California Community College's Chancellor's Office. We've arranged for a partnership resource team to visit the college later this semester um, to help strengthen the integration of our planning and resource allocation practices. So those are just some highlights of what we've been doing uh, to date across the college. Uh, so one of the key takeaways is that MVC's accreditation status remains reaffirmed until a different action is taken by the ACCJC and communicated to the college. So what I have here is the uh, anticipated timeline. Um, it's basically the ACCJC's timeline um, related to our follow-up report. So our follow-up report is due uh, March 15th, 2017. We send a copy of the report plus the associated evidence to the ACCJC, and if not on that date, uh, shortly thereafter, once we know the members of our follow-up team, we will send them the same materials. Uh, then uh, anticipated after that, sometime between March 20th and April 20th, the follow-up team will visit us. It will not be for that whole 31-day period. 
it will just be sometime in that range, and we'll know the length as we approach. So I hope I didn't cause any <laughs> major concerns about they're here for a month. How much will that cost? Um, so then uh, after that, the um, commission will review our report, our evidence, the team's report, and then they will meet in early June, so June 7th through 9th. Uh, and that is when they will take action based on our follow-up report along with the team report. The ACCJC is required to convey the results of the actions at their meetings uh, within a 30-day period. And so with the um, July 4th holiday, I anticipate receiving our action letter related to our follow-up report the week of July 10th, 2017. So uh, finally, just to give you a summary of some of the uh, key talking points or takeaways that I tried to highlight throughout this. MVC is in the reaffirmed ban described in ACCJC policy. That's the highest level of action on institutions that have been taken by the ACCJC under the new policy, which was adopted in, 2000, in summer of 2015. We want to stay there. We've been granted a little extra time to address some targeted areas. Uh, and as the ACCJC staff describes it, we've already earned a portion of our seven-year reaffirmation. Work is in progress to address the three priority recommendations, and we're hitting our benchmarks. I am happy to answer any questions. Just a comment. I want to say congratulations, Robin. I think that you and Eric and other team members did a fabulous job and continue to keep us posted. <laughs> Can I just... Yes, uh, yes, please. Uh, I think what you did tonight is, you know, it brings clarity uh, to some who uh, didn't understand the parameters before, and I just hope that... Uh, I mean, this message gets to, you know, the entire campus community because it's, it's the, you know, the accreditation process is certainly, you know, not simple. And, and uh, I appreciate your putting this together. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Robin, for spending some time on this. This is good. I think we probably should send this out or share with the constituencies. It's a great piece. Yeah, and as I mentioned at the beginning, this – uh, was also noted by the Accreditation Steering Committee when we met last uh, month that there is confusion out there. I think that there's, you know, a spectrum of, oh, my God, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, and we're golden. And uh, just like anything, the truth is somewhere in the middle there. <laughs> One question. Um, so when they make their decision, what are the possible actions? Is it still kind of going back to the, the actions they could have taken when we got the 18-month? Um, so options? yeah, so yes, no. The the policy um, has is very uh, ha deliberately has some clauses that say based on comprehensive evaluation. Uh, one thing I will call your attention to here, I think. Let me look at my key here. Uh, is question number eleven regarding the two year rule? Um, this is something that the ACCJC like they they cleaned up their policy on actions on institutions um, based on some feedback they received. Uh, from the U.S. Department of Education and the national level of accreditation, and that's that they could do a better job at communicating the 
urgency, if you will, um, of different types of recommendations. You see that in our action letter that there uh, some recommendations are prefaced with in order to meet the standards. Those are the priorities. Others are in order to increase effectiveness, which is less, and those are kind of along the lines of suggestions for improvement in the coming years. Um, so there are two directions to go. Uh, the ideal and the goal that we're aiming for is reaffirm for the remainder of the seven uh, years, see you at the midterm report, and still in that uh, the, the blue zone at the, the top of the table. Um, the other direction is that uh, you start, start to shift down toward the level of sanction. I do want, again, I refer you here. <laughs> um, let me see which question it is to give you the right reference, but it is that, uh, it, let's see, so question number four indicates, as well as the policy that I referenced, it says that the, the institutional accreditation continues during periods of sanction as the institution works to resolve any issues. So even if you're put on sanction, your accreditation status continues. Now, how does the two-year rule that I mentioned in regard to question number 11 fit into this? Uh, we've been, I, we've I had areas for improvement identified and communicated through, to us through the February action letter. We've been given 18 months to write the follow-up report. So we will have six months in the event that, that the team or the commission, well, really the commission, uh, determines that we have not sufficiently met the standards based on the uh, improvements that we've implemented. Then we will get an additional six months to be within that two-year zone. So we, that's why they're kind of holding that uh, back if absolutely necessary. Based on the work that we've done to date, we know that we are making progress and uh, anticipate having some of those things checked off. So it would then be a much more targeted uh, area for improvement if, if we don't get to move up. Um, so what that means, though, and, uh, you know, in the, <laughs> I guess, uh, ACCJC math, for lack of a better word. Uh, you know, when, when we say 18 months, it, uh, you, by the time you find out, it's down to 12 or 13. And so, you know, poof, there went a few. So what that means is that uh, in July, when we would receive our action letter, um, that means that the ACCJC will take action based on any new information if we are required to do an additional follow-up report at their January meeting in order to have the materials and the evaluation conducted in time to make a decision in January, that means that we will have to submit another report in October, which is not ideal, obviously. So October of 2017. Again, so the six months. Um, one thing, I, I um, looking at uh, data and uh, actions that the ACCJC has taken over the past three years based on follow-up or and follow-up with a site visit, the majority of institutions have had their accreditation reaffirmed. Um, that said, as I mentioned, this policy is new, and so there aren't any uh, cases where I can um, you know, tell you we're the first cohort that's received this reaffirmation uh, with an 18-month follow-up report. Uh, another thing, again, nuance in the uh, policy that if you go look at it, um, the the policy allows for a maximum of 18 months. It's a year to 18 months, so we were given 18 months, which seems to be the new the new normal, if you will. But I think an important thing that you pointed out in the beginning, Robin, is that um, the reaff reaffirmation with the follow up 
is that it's not a slap on the hand. It's here's how we can be even better than we already are, right? Instead of looking at it as um, well, I, I, a yeah. negative. Well, we, you know, it's, it's meant to help us improve and, mm-hmm. and also at the same time obviously meet the standards, which is the expectation that we should be um, constantly meeting the uh, the commission standards. So, uh, But it's giving us, again, rather than um, it, it's targeted so we can have some focused Mm-hmm. Um, directed activities in the areas we know. And, and I mean, I, I think the board knows that already, that these weren't surprises in any way. You know, two of the three priority recommendations are um, things that we identified as areas for improvement ourselves in that uh, quality focus essay. And then the third one, I'd say recommendation five regarding the evaluation of personnel is um, it, it's more to do with individual managers than um you know, it, it doesn't require coordination among committees and getting, you know, board approval and, you know, several steps in the process. It's much more, okay, I wrote my evaluation. Uh-huh. What, what I learned new today, so thank you, is that um, that the 18 months is included in the seven years. Um, I didn't know that, so that was new information for me. So yeah, thank my, you. It's, I, I do apologize for my rudimentary ruler there. It's basically because from 2015 to 22, and then since we didn't hear it back until... 2016, then it, yeah, yeah, so that's the. And I'll have to start over for another seven years. Any other questions? Good, and this can, thank you very much, Dr. Robin. This concludes our board workshop.